This is Dear Aerie, the podcast. I'm your host, Aerie, and welcome back. This is episode five, and I missed you all last week. Um, I had something special for you all. I had two special guests that I was going to have join the podcast. I went to Chicago the past weekend for Memorial Day, and unfortunately, I was not sober enough to, um, to record. None of the days that I was there, I made it. So... Sorry about that, you guys. I know I tweeted and got everyone hyped, like, ooh, something special next week. Didn't work out. So we're going to keep it pushing, and we're going to wish for the best. Before we dive into our submissions of the week, I am going to touch on this very briefly. I am rooting for Drake in this battle, only because Drake has prevailed through all other battles, and he always comes on top. Also, because I know of... Two Pusha T songs. Um, I listened to the album only because I wanted to be in the loop of everything. It was pretty good, but it was music that I would never really listen to casually on my own. So, um, and then five years when I am, um, not five years, (laughs) in the future when I'm driving my children around and I turn around and I say, oh, y'all don't know nothing about this. I can guarantee you that I will not be playing Pusha T. And nine times out of 10, it'll be a Drake song. So I don't want him to lose. I don't want him to fall off and like his legacy be destroyed. And I just don't want to see him go out like that. So this has been entertaining to watch. I really don't care about him having a baby on the side. I really don't get what that has to do with the music at all, just because it's Drake. Um, We all know his love for women and his love for these exotic dancers and exotic filmmakers. So... I'm not surprised that he has a baby by one of them and he's been paying them off. Like, that's that's typical. I thought that happened pretty often in the music industry. And so, whatever. That has nothing to do with me. Um, the blackface picture was weird. Also, didn't really care. I was pretty sure that it was a deeper meaning behind it. And he explained it earlier today. But he should know, like, once you take a picture, people aren't going to really see the artistic value if they're going to use it against you. They're going to paint it in the worst light ever. So it was a tacky picture to take, whatever. Um, I'm, I, I think the shots that Pusha T made were kind of weak. But that's just me. I'm, I'm not a hip-hop analyst. I don't know much about it. This is a brief commentary. And you know what? I've already gone on too long, so let's go ahead and get started with our submissions. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with our first submission of the episode. It reads, Dear Aerie, now that graduation season is upon us, do you think it is possible that graduating from college or even high school can make students feel as if they have to start all over in their lives? How can we transition out of our institutions in an emotionally healthy way? From a high school perspective, once I graduated high school, I knew where I was going um, to college. I was excited. maybe a little anxious to leave home, but not in a way that I I wasn't happy or I was depressed because I made the decision and I was blessed enough to make the decision and have options. But if you're graduating high school and maybe you're not going to a university or you're so unsure about what university you're going to, 
just relax. Like that is not major at all. You can even decide to go to a community college, spend two years at home and just wait it out until you feel like you're emotionally ready to leave. Or even if you decide to stay, some people don't have to leave. They don't, they're not yearning that adventure or that experience. They're completely okay with staying where they are, which is totally fine. So after high school, I would just, I wouldn't feel like an anxiety or a form of depression just realize that now you have the whole world at your hands. Like you can do whatever you want to do. And that might not necessarily mean that you have to go to college. Don't feel like you have to go because that's what your teachers in high school told you or your parents, or um, that's what is the next step you, you think traditionally. You can still be extremely successful without going to college. So you shouldn't feel that pressure from everyone telling you what you should do and you should take some time to yourself. Think about it. Think about what your goals in the future are and how you can obtain them. And if college is not in that path, then it's not. That's totally fine. Just make sure that you're working hard to be the person that you want to be and you know, you're following your own dreams. Now, from a college perspective, I know um, I've heard of post-graduation depression. I've had friends who said they've gone through that, and I know the symptoms are you can feel very disorganized, you're, you don't have as much motivation as you had before, you're always on social media comparing your life and your your path to other people's. Um, you're desperate for a support system and you need other people by your side and re constantly reassuring you. And then you just overall feel like you're at a standstill. So with post-graduation depression, I am, I'm a kind of person where I like to plan things out. And I know how overwhelming school can be. And you might not have time to plan things out while you're in school. And you realize once you graduate, like, oh man, um, I have no idea what I'm about to do with this degree. Um, I would suggest, and I know this sounds so corny, but I'm a corny person. I love visuals. If you can go get a cardboard piece of paper, call your friends over, even your friends who have offers and careers planned, or you know, who don't know what they're going to do, but they have an idea, just call all your friends over, have a an arts and crafts night, and, and really plan out your next steps. And then post it in your room. Have this little poster in your room as a constant reminder of what your goals are and your aspirations so you see it every day and hopefully um, it comes into fruition. So with arts and crafts, I basically mean a vision board. I create vision boards every New Year's Eve. Um, they... Like I said, I need a visual reminder of what I'm trying to do. And whether you tell people or not, if it's private, you don't, of course, have to have your friends over. But um, just just have a visual rep representation of what it is. And I hate arts and crafts. Like, I'm a corny person, but I don't like arts and crafts because I'm not that creative. But if you just have some magazines and you get some markers and pens and you, it doesn't have to be cute. You know, it could just be a, it's a vision board. It's what your vision is. No one can tell you whether it looks good or not. It's for you. It's not to be stylish and post on Instagram. It's literally for you to focus and sit down and ask yourself questions that you haven't asked and to challenge yourself and to make yourself think further into the future. So that's what helps me. 
And I would suggest that you do that. Say you want to apply to five positions before um, a certain date. Put that on your vision board. You can even do a checklist by it. You know, anything that helps and motivates you to move and work, I would do it. But I think it usually has to do with physical hands-on activities. And that's what I would suggest. Also, don't feel as though you're too good to work at these little small gigs, positions like a waitress or in retail or a bartender or a nine to five office job. Don't feel as though just because you have this degree, you're overqualified. I'm pretty sure you still need a source of income. So just work. Like I don't, I don't believe in having idle time when I'm depressed. I need to be as busy as possible. I need to make sure that I'm not keeping my mind on something that's holding me down and holding me back. I need to just keep moving and keep trying to look forward to the future because you never know what position or opportunity can develop at your little nine to five job. You know, you don't know. So don't cancel out things that you feel you're above because at this point you're not above anything. You're you're at rock bottom. Okay, so just be honest with yourself and um, find a hobby, ride your bike every morning or take walks or do something definitely physical so your mind isn't following your, your, your body isn't following your mind. And if you feel horrible in your mind and you start to lose yourself, you're going to lose your body as well. And then that's your appearance and people are going to see it like, dang, she or he fell off because they're going through too much. So just always... Stay positive, um, have things to look forward to, and um, just realize, like, you know, everyone's everyone's path is different and everyone will go through things. And um, just because you didn't get offered your dream job after graduation doesn't mean that you're a complete failure. Everyone goes through things completely differently and has different journeys. And that's a part of life. And that's the beauty in life, that everyone's story isn't the same. So just keep pushing and continue to better yourself and find things that you like to do and improve. So hopefully that advice helped all those recent graduates out there, and I wish you the best of luck throughout your journey. Okay, so on to our next question. Y'all know this <laughs> this would not be an episode if it didn't have any drama in it, and so I'll go ahead and get started with this next submission. It reads, Dear Ari, I used to deal with this young man for a while, and recently homeboy went completely ghost, like random. So we ran into each other at a mutual friend's event, and the young man proceeds to tell me about what was going on in his life and why he fell off the face of the earth, even though he was still posting on social media. Therefore, I don't think that he was that distraught personally, because if I had as much as he had going on, the last thing I would be worried about is an Instagram post. Anyway, back in the day, I would have cared about what he had to say because we had a lot of good times, but now I'm really just not hearing it. Am I being petty for not wanting to hear him out even though his reasoning was valid if he was telling the truth? Okay, so um, y'all know how I feel about the shenanigans. I'm just not here for it. I'm really not. I have no patience when it comes to the lies, the lies. Okay, so I feel like if he had the nerve to pick up his phone and post on Instagram and keep everyone else updated with his life, and he couldn't reach out to you with a simple phone call or a simple text message, the message is there. He does not care about informing you with his, his issues. 
and he's rude. <laughs> and if I hope he spoke to you first at this gathering, because if I saw him and he had all of his limbs and he was okay, I just really feel like there's no excuse for you to not have reached out to me and explained that you were going through things and you needed space or a break. You know, you that's that's something that you can easily say. So he was wrong. And the reason I, I'm saying this is because, y'all, I've been a liar before. Okay, so I can just go ghost and not say anything to you for months on end. And then when I'm like, oh, dang, I don't have anybody else to talk to. Let me create a sob story so, you know, you'll come crawling back and I won't feel as guilty. That's what I do. So, you know, it's just clear you you have to pay attention to people's actions. I'm not even going to get started with how important that is. But Think about it when you don't want to talk to a guy or you don't want to talk to whoever you're you're dating and you just fall off the face of the earth. It's not because you're really that distraught and you're really going through something traumatic. It's because you don't want to talk. It's that simple. So his even if his reason was true and he was really going through some things, he doesn't know how to handle situations um, like an adult and he's still childish. So he needs some more time to just figure it out and I would just leave him alone. Um, it's not petty. He's making up excuses. And if y'all had history, he could have said something. Like, he absolutely could have used his big big boy words and communicated the fact that he is not available. So, no, I don't think it's petty at all. You know, keep him, match him with that same energy. If he, say he's really feeling you, he's trying to link, like, he's just, like, head over heels, and then you should just go ghost for, like, a month and a half. Be childish back. Who cares? Why not? And then return and be like, oh, yeah, I was really going through something. And I bet he'll do it in the next three months. And y'all will be doing this for the rest of y'all lives. <laughs> so I would just I would just either accept it and get over it or acknowledge the fact that he's childish and keep it pushing. That's my advice. That was real simple and easy to the point because y'all know I'm, I'm cut and dry with this. Like, I, I don't have time to play. I'm really not playing with you, okay? So there you go. Good luck and create a new story for you to tell him so he could feel like a dummy. And I'm I'm sorry, but if if you're on social media, you know I'm going to see that. You know, you know we follow each other. You can see on almost every social media app, especially if he's like posting on Snapchat or his Instagram story, you literally can see your viewers and you see that I'm viewing this every single day. So you're ignoring me. You're ignoring me. And I, that's just rude. So sis, whatever, forget him. He's a liar. Unless his leg or arm is broken, he can't walk or talk. We, I don't really care. Don't feel that bad. And with that being said, we're going to conclude our submissions for the week. If you didn't hear your submission on this episode, check back next week, and I'm sure I'll read it then. Of course, you can always submit at Dear Airy, the podcast. Psych, that's not even the website name. It's dearairy.com slash dear-airy, and you are able to do anonymous submissions. I know some people are saying, how is it anonymous if it still says name? You cannot fill out the name. It's not mandatory. Um, you can always put in a creative name, something silly, but you don't have to submit your real name. And hopefully I'll get that submission and you'll hear it next week. Bye, guys. See you later. And of course, thank you for listening.